What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mark's Takes Sports Radio Final Four Edition. So today is Sunday, April 3rd, and I'm on cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine. I still haven't recovered truly from last night. That was the best thing I've ever witnessed, I think, in my sports in my fan sports fan career. That's definitely, I think, top three. I loved uh, when the Cavs came back from 3-1. I think that may be a close second, honestly. Um, Just so awesome to watch. I enjoyed every single minute of it, and we'll get a full breakdown. But before we get into it, it's been a minute, and uh, I have an exciting announcement at the end of this show, so just stick around. Huge announcement. Before we get into the final four breakdowns, talk about our sponsor, Fine Lines Sportsbook. I've been on Fine Lines now for about two months, and it's by far the best sportsbook I've been a part of. Easiest deposits, easiest withdrawals, easiest communication. It's been truly a flawless experience, and I cannot stress that enough. So you guys need to go check out Fine Line Sportsbook. They actually have a $25 free play going on for for tonight for the national championship. I posted it on my Instagram story uh, this morning, and I would suggest signing up. It's literally a free play. Like, you can't really do anything wrong because it's a free play. Um, I'm going to break that. I'm going to break that game down. First bet placed on fine lines is risk-free to, uh, for the national championship. If bet loses, amount is returned in free play credits up to $25. Free play has no rollover requirement. Always gamble responsibly. How does that sounds literally? That's amazing. That's the best thing I've ever heard. So go over and check out Fine Line Sportsbook. All right, so let's get into the final four breakdown. Uh, let's quickly talk about uh, Villanova, Kansas. Quickly, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't know if you saw this, but I watched the final four. From my hot tub, I tweeted a photo of it. It went pretty, it went pretty viral on Twitter. I want to apologize. I didn't take the sticker off my uh, TV. There's a little yellow sticker. I've had this TV now for over a year, and I haven't taken off yet. Uh, there's basically like a yellow neon sticker on the side of the TV, like a safety notice, and I haven't taken it off. To be fair, I only use the second TV. Uh, during college football to watch two games and during March Madness. There's really no other reason for me to um, use this smaller second TV because I have a big TV that I watch everything on. It's like mounted to my wall and then I have the small TV on my desk and I only use it for college football and college basketball. So it's and I and I, and I got it last year March during March Madness because I was like I need a second TV this isn't going to cut it with my just one TV so I was like I need a second TV bought that and yeah so I never took the sticker off but anyways I watched the final four in my hot tub and I just want to say that that was by far the best experience ever I'm just going to confirm it to you guys that watching sports, specifically sports of this magnitude, like the Final Four, like if this was just some random NBA game, it wouldn't be as cool. But because this was the Final Four, I was like, I'm going all out. This happens once a year. Um, Let me bring my TV to my hot tub. So it was a little bit of a process. I had to find like four extension cords, which again, took a little bit of time because I had to go 
all the way to my garage. There's no outlets by the hot tub, obviously. Don't want to get electrocuted. So I had to get about 25 feet worth of extension cords to the hot tub, and then I plugged in the TV. I was deathly afraid that I was going to be electrocuted, but luckily I wasn't, and I, I, I also didn't want to get out, so I brought, like, 30 drinks with me to the hot tub, like, every single drink you can imagine, except not, not, unfortunately, non-alcoholic beverages, but I brought, like, three waters, a Gatorade, one of those ice, uh, drinks, they're pretty good, um, a, uh, a Zevia, which is, like, this Coke thing with Stevia, it's alright, it's, I would give it, like, a 7-2, but if you're looking for, like, a Coke replacement, Diet Coke replacement, I would put it up there, um, so I brought like 30 drinks with me because I didn't want to get out. Like once I was in, I was in. It was perfect. I was in the hot tub for about an hour and a half. I would kind of like get in, get out because it does get very hot. And it was honestly the best experience. And then I went back upstairs for the UNC Duke game. I feel like if I was watching that game in the hot tub, I would have passed out. Kansas Villanova was the perfect game because it never got to like the point where you're like sweating. It was like... Oh, yeah, Villanova's, like, trying to make a comeback, but they're still down, like, seven points. So, we don't really know exactly, are they really going to be be able to come back? And I think they cut it to, like, six, which was the closest. And so, I wasn't, like, sitting there sweating. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe they'll cut it to, like, four. But then Kansas, you know, will we'll fire back. And, like, I'm 99% sure Kansas go, is going to win this game. And then it became, you know, kind of out of hand. It was a blowout. And I was just chilling in the hot tub. Like, there are moments, obviously, where I just stopped watching. So I was like, I'm literally chilling in the hot tub. But I, it's definitely something that I, that I want to do again. Um, specifically in the summertime, at nighttime, you know, there's always some good baseball, uh, NBA finals stuff. Like, that is just the perfect... And it worked perfectly yesterday because it was a bit cloudy out. If it was, like, fully sunny, I wouldn't have been able to see the TV at all. But there was it was pretty cloudy yesterday, so there was no glare. 10 out of 10 experience, okay? I highly recommend it. Um, it was great. It was awesome. I, I would do it for the national championship tomorrow, but I'm not going to be home. So, honestly, I was thinking about it, but I was like, no. I'm going to wait till the NBA Finals. But it was, it was a 10 out of 10 experience. Alright, so like I said, Nova, Kansas, it was okay. Nothing too spectacular. Uh, kind of boring, honestly. It was just like a perfect appetizer for the entree. Um, which was Duke UNC, obviously. Um, I don't really, I'm not the type of person to like feel bad for like Colin Gillespie or whatever. Um, because... He's been there for 12 years. It's like, for me, it's like, all right, you got to move on. Like, it might be slightly sad, and they always seem to pan the camera over t over to him when he's, you know, crying at the end. But it's like, yeah, it's sad, sad. But it's like, dude, you're 28 years old. You got to you gotta move on. I saw Jalen Brunson, who's now on the Mavs, post a photo with uh, Colin Gillespie on Instagram today. And I was like, wow, like, he's been there a really long time. If Jalen Brunson is posting photos with him, I was like, wow, like, this is, it's time to go, you know, it's time to go, you had a great run, but it's time to go, um, I think the game definitely would have been different if Nova had that one player healthy, uh, he has a torn ACL, but, you know, it was fine, like I said, it was the perfect, it was the perfect appetizer, and you could kind of feel during the game, 
as it started to get out of hand, the intensity of the intensity of the um, UNC Duke game was like starting to linger in the background, and you could kind of feel it. Like the building was getting nervous, getting pretty nervous. They kind of had zoned out from the Nova Kansas game, and were like, "All right, like this is where it really starts to get serious. This is it. Like we're about to witness." one of the greatest basketball games of all time, and yeah, so congrats to Kansas, they are playing tonight for the for the national title, so I'm happy for them, finally, honestly, I feel like they've had a reputation for the past five years of just chokers, you know, regular season, um, regular season champs, and they never do anything in March Madness. Which is true. So I'm happy for them. Um, I'm happy for Coach Self. They deserve this. And I'm happy for their fans. And it's good for them. It's good for college basketball too. I think college basketball is better when Kansas is good. They're always good. But there's a difference between you know being good in the regular season. And making it to the Final Four. And the national title. So I think this is really good for college basketball. Uh, the two Blue Bloods playing against each other in the national championship, I think is really, really good. And, yeah, so let's get into Duke, UNC. I am, I don't, like I said, I don't think I had ever been happier watching a college basketball game. I'm really trying to think, and I was really happy when I went to UNC Gonzaga national title uh, in 2017 which was actually five years ago today. I went to that game. UNC won the national title. That was really fun to watch in person. It was kind of a come-from-behind victory. They kind of got outplayed the entire game by Gonzaga and somehow found a way to win. I was very happy. It was also like 95% Gonzaga fans, and I still I held my ground. Um, it was in Phoenix. I held my ground. Uh, with the, rocking with the Tar Heels, that was great. I had immense joy watching Coach K's final home game in in uh, Durham in March. That was great. I enjoyed that. Uh, but nothing will top what I witnessed last night. And I think the combination of Duke losing the regular season home game with last night, nothing will ever beat that. I think if Duke could have won the the home game in Durham. I think it would have been a lot different. But right now, I can confidently say that the University of North Carolina owns Duke. It feels really good to say that. Really good. And I don't want to say Duke were, were frauds because they did, you know, they got hot at the right time. I saw them play in person twice. You know, I saw them beat Texas Tech. I saw them beat... um Arkansas so it's like I don't think they were necessarily frauds I think they got hot at the right time but I don't think they were as good as people thought I still think they were a solid program but I think after the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 people were like this team best team you know team of destiny all this stuff and people were forgetting that they had some pretty bad regular season losses you know they lost to Miami they lost to North Carolina, who was unranked at the time, I believe. Lost to Virginia Tech in the ACC tournament. They had some ugly losses in the regular season, and I think people forgot about those 
once the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight uh, happened. Again, I don't think they were necessarily frauds. I just do not think that they were um, as good as people thought. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I may not sound like it because I'm pretty tired. I did not sleep last night. I was on adrenaline pretty much the entire night on Twitter. Um, it was definitely one of those nights where you just didn't want to get off Twitter because the content was so good. And it was kind of like a collective Coach K funeral on Twitter. It was like a virtual funeral that I attended. And I can say that that was so fun. I can't think of many nights that are as fun um, as that one on Twitter. I When I look back, I think about the election is always pretty good. Uh, when the Warriors blew a, three, a 3-1 lead was pretty good as well. Um, and I think this one is definitely up there. It just felt, it just felt like we had come together, you know, as a society and taken down like a villain and like a mortal enemy. And we were like, we did it. We finally did it. And shout out to UNC. I mean, it takes balls to beat Duke last home game at, um, in Durham. That takes balls, right? But then to play them in the biggest Final Four game ever, and UNC was down. They were down eight, seven points. They crawled back every single time. They are a resilient bunch, truly. And if they do lose to Kansas tonight, they will still be my champion, truly. Anybody who sends Coach K into retirement, anybody who's gone on a run like they did, is truly my champion. I'm going to remember these guys for a really long time. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to remember these guys for a really long time. Armando Baycott, Caleb Love, Brady Manic. I have his t-shirt. It literally says, Manic Monday. Buy his t-shirts. Help these dudes out with their NIL stuff. I'm going to remember this team for a long time. And Baycott, 21 rebounds, 11 points, sprained his ankle, came back in. Truly a inspiring moment. Once he went down, I was like, this this is over. This is, this is horrible. This is the worst possible outcome because you never want to see a guy go down. But when, and then it's, you know, their star player. This is going to change the, you know, the outcome of the game. Duke's going to cruise. Duke's going to cruise from this. No Baycott. What are we going to do? And, you know, they kept their ground. Baycott came came in. He did foul out. But shout out to UNC. They, again, if they don't beat Kansas, they are still the champions in my eyes. And just a, just a fantastic season. And they will always own Duke. Say, I don't care if Duke beats UNC for the next seven years. Every single time. It does not matter. It really doesn't. UNC will always own Duke. And what about Duke uh, players storming off the field? I mean, storming off the court. They did not shake hands except for, uh, I think it was Wendell Moore Jr. was the only one who uh, got into the line and started shaking hands. Who wants to go to a university where your players do not shake hands after the final four. That was like a LeBron move right there. That was right out of LeBron's playbook to just hit the tunnel after the loss. I've seen LeBron do that 
50 times. You know, he's mad, no handshakes. To be fair, those are regular season games. He just hits the he just hits the tunnel eight, like immediately. But this is the final four, okay? You some of these players, this was their last game at Duke. And they cemented their legacy at Duke by storming off the court, not shaking hands, absolutely embarrassing, and Coach K's last moment as a coach will be remembered as his players storming off. You know, he had a one-second handshake with Hubie, uh, what's his name, Hubie Davis, and he had a, he had a one, he, you know, this, he had a one-second handshake with Hubie Davis, and he booked it off, you know, he got into the golf cart with his wife, but to have your players in the final four storm off like that, and I get it, they're sad, they're just kids, but this is the final four, okay, you can't storm off like that and as a hater I love it but then also somebody who loves the game it's like you gotta shake hands you gotta shake hands especially for those guys that are gonna be first round first round picks like you just cemented your legacy by at Duke by not shaking hands and every single person on that team I think it was every single person on that team besides Wendell Moore and I didn't even really like Wendell Moore but I I think he was my least favorite player. When I went to see him, um, when I went to see him last, what was it, last weekend? Last weekend, I, um, I think he was my least favorite. And so I, I actually, I actually respect him now, um, that he did the handshake. And it's so funny because I commented on, uh, once Duke made the Final Four last weekend, I commented rigged on the photo, and it got a lot of likes on Instagram. And someone said, uh, let's see, go watch Duke win that championship. And I said, and I, and I didn't come back to that comment. I literally didn't come back to that comment. And then today I said, I said, oh, what was that? What championship were you referring to? I haven't I haven't got one response back. These dudes are cooked. It is so fun to make fun of Duke fans. The just the, you know, absurd amount of content that we were so lucky to receive. I felt so blessed. It was like again, I just didn't want to get off Twitter at all. It was so great and there's a video there's a video of um there's a video of what was it? There's a video of Cameron Indoor um, as, you know, the game ends. It's the funniest video I've ever seen. It's literally, you could hear a pin drop in Cameron Indoor, and they're just filing out. You can't really see any close-up faces except in, like, the bottom corner, and they just look so sad. So sad. Like, you can just tell that this is going to affect them for a long, long time. Like, they went to Duke. Duke is technically a better school than North Carolina, I guess. Um, and you know, Duke's a great school. But these kids have to be reminded every single day for the, I think for the rest of their lives, that um, UNC owns them, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it is crazy. Last home game, L to UNC. Last game ever, L to UNC. And 
I think there's a there's also a video of when Caleb Love hit that three. What a what an awesome awesome shot. Uh, that's just I mean that's one of the best shots I've ever seen. I'm trying to find the video. Oh here it is. Here's the video. Yeah, they they just look. There's just a lot of a lot of hands on heads, a lot of hands on heads, and a lot of just they just look stunned. They look, yeah. You can just see everybody's shoulders collectively just drop, like they all just kind of deflate at the same time, and it's everybody's hands, everybody's shoulders. They just go down, and it's so funny, um, and that is hilarious. I, I've really enjoyed that. A um, lot of hands on heads, but that is fantastic, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a better outcome. And now tonight we have, we have UNC versus Kansas, uh, the Roy Williams, the Roy Williams national title, in a year that was all about Coach K. We have the Roy Williams national title to end it off. And what just, it's just so, like, it is so awesome. And I forgot to mention, last weekend when I was in San Francisco and I was at the games, blah, 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 it was like 90% Duke fans. And I stood my ground. I rooted for Texas Tech. I rooted for Arkansas. I tried my hardest. It was difficult. It was really difficult. And. Because it was, again, 90% Duke fans. They're insufferable. And it was hard. There was not many fans of the other teams. And uh, it was it was suffering. It was exhausting. I was, I was a little bit sick. And I was just, like, so tired. And I had, you know, we drove six and a half hours to San Francisco for this. You know, to just be completely, every single game was a loss pretty much for me. Um, except Arkansas Gonzaga, but I didn't really, I didn't really care. It was cool to see an upset, but again, didn't really care. And yeah, so it just made it, it kind of gave me closure on last weekend. Cause I was like, all that suffering I went through, all that booing I did on coach K, all that screaming, it was all worth it because this moment right here was meant to be okay. UNC sending uh, Coach K into retirement, defeating Duke, was always meant to be. It was never going to be Texas Tech. It was never Arkansas. It was always the University of North Carolina, and it, it made me happy. I, I think my booing, you know, it helped. I sent that energy off to New Orleans, and I it just it gave me closure. I was like, this was meant to be. I could have done six hours worth of booing at the Sweet 16, and it wouldn't have mattered because this last night was meant to be, and it was truly awesome. I enjoyed it. So now, now we have the national title, the Roy Williams show in a year where, again, everything was about Coach K. We have the Roy Williams show. So I, it's tough. It, it's it's very tough for me because. I kind of want UNC to win. I do. Spread is four and a half in favor to Kansas. I want UNC to win. I'm going to be rooting for UNC. I have a $5 free play on Fine Line Sportsbook that I, I'm probably going to put towards. I'm probably going to put that towards the national title. I still haven't decided at this moment. It's 2.15 on Sunday. 
who I'm gonna who I'm gonna pick. Haven't decided yet, but I'm gonna use my free play again. There's no rollover. It's pretty awesome. And if you win, it just goes back into more free play. Um, so yeah, I I don't know, but I think I'm Team UNC right now. I think I think I'm in for a heartbreaking loss. I think that's gonna be a lot closer than people think. I see everybody. Oh, Kansas is gonna mop the floor with them. Kansas is gonna you know run them out of the run them out of the arena or run them out of the stadium. It's a massive stadium and. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think this UNC team is really resilient. I mean, I feel like every single time we count them out, I guess not St. Peter's, but I feel like every every other game we've counted them out, and they, you know, they rise to the occasion every single time. And for me, I'm thinking, okay, like have they run out of gas in the national title, or do they have one more in them? And I think that they do have one more in them. Kansas obviously is really, really good. You know, they have so many weapons. They've played an excellent tournament. They also deserve this. After years and years and years of disappointment, they deserve this too. But I, you know, like John Rothstein says, nobody roots for Goliath. So I have to root for the University of North Carolina tonight. I have no choice. Nobody roots for Goliath. That's a quote from John Rothstein, and I have to—I—I I just have to agree. You know, I have to agree. Nobody roots for Goliath, so I have to root for the University of North Carolina. I've come too far, and like I said, they are the champion in my eyes for taking down Duke. I feel like in five years, people—I feel like in five years, if Kansas wins the national title. Nobody will care because people are still going to be talking about the University of North Carolina taking down the Duke Blue Devils in the Final Four. You know, I feel like people will not care at all about Kansas. It's going to be one of those. Wait a minute, who won the fi- Who won the national championship in 2022? And then you're going to sit around with your friends for like 10 minutes, and no one's going to know. And then you're going to be like, and then someone's going to have to look it up. On Wikipedia, and they're, and everyone's going to be like, oh my god, yeah, Kansas, they beat UNC, blah, blah, blah. And, but everybody knows Duke-UNC Final Four. And, yeah, so like John Rothstein says, nobody roots for Goliath. And so I have to root for the University of North Carolina. They've, they've, done, they've done too many good things for me. And um, I think I was reading that point, point, nine percent of brackets had North Carolina in the like less than one percent had North Carolina in the I think it was point zero nine four had um had UNC in the final it's it's crazy that they're an eight seed but then I also look at the way they play basketball and I'm like this team should be a four seed you know four five seed they're no better than I mean they're no worse than like Iowa was they're no worse than um, who are the other, like, five seeds? I'm trying to think. I don't even remember because it feels like, it literally feels like three months ago, but, like, Iowa was a five seed. Um, so, to me, they just don't seem any better, but, you know, committee, un- maybe the committee underranked them, but, you know, it's too late now, and they have that chip on their shoulder that, you know, people were referring to them as a bubble team. I believe they were unranked when they beat Duke on March 5th, 
and or they had just cracked the top 25 and they keep that chip on their shoulder leaky black caleb love um manic armando baycott i mean this team people are going to remember this team in five six years and it's it's really good again i think college basketball i'm all for the upsets in march but college basketball is truly at its peak when we get these two blue bloods squaring off in the national championship. All right, so let's get into my announcement very quickly, and then we'll wrap this up. So, um, announcement, I am starting a live call-in radio show Mondays and Wednesdays on YouTube.com slash Mark's Takes. I'm moving to the YouTube platform. It's going to be electric. Um, right now, I'm thinking 10 a.m., 10 a.m., still sorting out the details, hoping to start it not this week, the week after. 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. There's a lot of people out there. You, you need something to listen to at work, and, you know, this is it. This is what you need to listen to, and, yeah, but still sorting out the times and stuff because my weeks, again, still, still a student. Sometimes things pop up during the week that are a bit, you know, uh, that I just forget about. So, still sorting out the uh, the times and everything. But live call-in sports betting radio show live from YouTube, and we're just every day breaking down the slate. Well, it's twice twice, um, and then I'm gonna try to get in like a Sunday or Saturday. I just feel like people don't watch when watch because kind of the target was like people are bored at work, they need something to watch, like blah blah blah. So. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, and but I'll keep you guys updated. Um, I'm going to be posting about it on Instagram, Twitter, all of that, and uh, it should be fun. So, yeah, I'm excited. That was my, uh, that was my announcement, and uh, yeah, so that's going to cap it off for me tonight, uh, f- for today, uh, Monday, April 4th, you guys are listening to this, or April 3rd, I don't know exactly when I decided to put this up, but um, national championship, this is it, this is March, and one last time, we sleep in May. All right, everybody, I'll catch you in the next one. Have a great rest of your week. See you later.